Well, hello, church. I hope you all are well and safe and staying quarantined uh, as we continue to pray for you and for everyone in the church, as well as the entire world, asking God to intervene over this terrible virus. I want to speak to you this morning about something found in Romans that I believe has great relevance to us today. And that's Romans chapter 12, verse 2, which speaks very powerfully. And it says, quote, Do not conform any longer to the pattern of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, end quote. And so the Bible teaches us that our minds are to be brought under the control of Christ. The reason for this is obvious. How we act will be determined by how we think. If God is to change our lives, he must first change our minds. The whole secret of living the Christian life, of understanding the biblical doctrine of sanctification, is found in these words, quote, be therefore transformed by the renewing of your mind, end quote. We need to focus on two words in this scripture, conformed and transformed. The first word that comes up is the word conformed. The apostle warns us not to be conformed to this world. We should never strive to be in fashion with this world, to live as this world lives. We should not long to be in conformity with the world. Paul is telling us here that when we, as Christians, are living in the world in a worldly manner, we are masquerading as something we are not. Effectively, we are giving off a contradiction. Rather, we should be letting the world know that we are not conformed to its ideology. As Christians, we have already been changed. This is defined as regeneration and rebirth. Even as this is so, Paul is still writing to Christians to warn them. Why the warning to people who have experienced regeneration? Well, he is reminding us as to what we are. He is reminding us that we have been transformed. If you as a Christian are living in conformity to the world, then we are living an unnatural existence. Let it be evident that you are a Christian. Throw that mask away. How do we carry out this exhortation? In effect, how are we to live the Christian life in times like these? Some people might take this text and begin to focus on individual sins and temptations. Instead of doing that and focusing on specific types of conduct, we would be better served to focus on the whole of the Christian life. Jesus demanded not a reformation of behavior, but rather a transformation of character. The moral systems in this world are only concerned about behavior and the change of behavior, but Christianity goes much further. Behavior to a Christian is an end product and is not our primary concern. Rather, we are concerned with the transformation of character. It is important to note that we are perfectly useless as Christians if all we do is conform to the world around us. The Christian reaction to immoral behavior is not a new list of moral behaviors. Rather, 
It is the triumphant power and transformation of the Holy Spirit through faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. Quote from 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6, God has made us sufficient to be ministers of a new covenant, not the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. Again, that's 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6. This is what transformation is all about. Effectively, it is a sea change in our being. If we long to give up our bodies as living sacrifices so that our whole lives become a spiritual act of worship and display the worth of Christianity to a lost world, then we must pursue the renewal of our minds. What is the problem with our minds? Well, the problem with our minds is that they are fallen. They have a mindset that is hostile to the supremacy of God. Our minds look to elevate ourselves. Romans 12, one and, verses 1 and 2 tells us that the entire focus of our lives as Christians should be worship. By necessity, our minds must be renewed because our nature is not to worship God. Look at the way Peter described our minds in 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 13 and 14. Quote, Do not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance. End quote. Clearly, there can be a willful suppression of the truth of God. These are the passions of our former ignorance. These passions derive their power and life from the deceit of our minds. Our hard hearts will not submit to the supremacy of Christ. The antidote for all of this is the Holy Spirit. We are only renewed and transformed through the Holy Spirit as it renews our mind. It enables us to behold the glory of the Lord. He leads us to hear the gospel, read the Bible, and to meditate on Christ. And so this is how the renewing of your minds take place as we are transformed. We, we pursue Christ through this continuing truth and submit in humility. We must remember that the human mind cannot exist in a vacuum. It will be filled with either good or evil. It will be filled with either Christ or the world. We must focus on the things of God and his word through prayer and worship and in fellowship with other Christians. Finally, this passage in Philippians profoundly gives us an insight to this message. Quote, finally, brothers, and this is in Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is noble, whatever is right, Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. May God continue to bless you.